You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Moses Moody with the Golden State Warriors. Now back to Willard and Dibs. Thank you, Moses. Uh, Jason Temp, the volume sports network here is uh, just moments away. I'm looking forward to this I, interview because you hyped him up big time. You yeah. and Kyle. Yeah, yeah. The bar's going to be set high for Mr. Temp. Well, listen, you know, we talk about young players like a LeBron James. Yeah. When he came yeah. to the league, it was like, dude, expectations. This better be great. And it was. John Morant comes into the league. Man. Not as high expectations. And he's met them, except now, dot, 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 it can go sideways. So it can, yeah. The same is true for Jason Timp of the uh, the volume. We've now seen him. We know uh, the ability that he has. And the burden of expectations are now there. Jason, I hope you're comfortable with that. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Yeah. That's it. You having me back on. Pressure's yeah. on, Jason. I hope you just take it one sentence at a time and uh, things will go your way. <laughs> I, I I will say if you do two sentences at a time, that would be, be uh, that would be super weird. So why don't we just get sentences uh, in a sequential form about John Moran? Where do you think this is going, Jason? Oh man, you know here's the thing. To be honest, man, like I'm so all in on the basketball, and I don't know Jaw's family dynamic. I don't know his personal dynamic. I don't really feel comfortable speaking on it, to be honest. All I will say is, as a basketball fan, I hope that this is the last we hear about this. And I hope that he makes the necessary changes. And I hope we can just get back to enjoying him on the basketball court. Like, obviously, there are a million different things that could be going on. Um, I hope it is not any sort of larger issue, you know, with substance abuse or anything like that. But we just don't know. And I don't feel comfortable speaking on it. All I'll say is, I hope. This is the end of that line. Yeah, TMZ reported uh, that uh, the Denver police are investigating the incident. We were just looking up the concealed carry laws, and he could be in real legal hot water as a result of the incident. Let's turn to the Warriors, where five wins in a row, you go to the Lakers yesterday, you kind of lay an egg. Where do you think the Warriors are with 15 games left to go in the regular year? I would say they're in a much better position than you would have expected. If I would have told you guys how many games Steph Curry's going to miss, how many games Andrew Wiggins is going to miss, uh, I think they're poised for a stretch run. I think they're starting to tie a bunch of things together defensively. Um, offensively, they looked a little stilted yesterday, but I will say like that Laker team is a good defensive team, and Anthony Davis is locked in at a level protecting the rim that he hasn't been since like 2020. And, and he's doing this kind of damage to a lot of teams these days. And you got, and the Lakers threw a good punch. I didn't think they had much of a chance to win that game because without D'Angelo Russell and LeBron James, they don't have very much ball handling. But you happen to catch one of Austin Reeves' best perimeter initiation games as a professional, 16 points and eight, uh, eight assists. You happen to catch a game where Troy Brown Jr. is confidently rising into threes when 
that's been kind of an issue for most of the season. So, like, some of it is just that random kind of ebb and flow of the NBA regular season where anything can happen. And then, obviously, I thought the the Warriors were a little bit disjointed just because Jordan Poole going back to a bench role. Uh, I thought Steph was actually better than I would have expected from a rhythm perspective because he usually has to kind of get his timing back. But I don't really take too much away you know, negative Warriors from yesterday. I think it was just kind of what can happen on any given night in the NBA, especially when you're going against a player as talented as Anthony Davis. Jason, I loved your tweet response to Nick Young. Nick Young was trying to take a shot at Draymond Green last night on Twitter by saying, oh, everybody freaked out when everyone sagged off Russell Westbrook. But they do the same thing to Draymond Green, and nobody says a word. Can, can you share what your response was and why what Nick Young is trying to say <laughs> makes no sense? Well, okay, so first of all, like Draymond Green's one of the best defensive players to ever play the game of basketball. Russell Westbrook is very much not that, okay? So, like, they're, they're, the thing with Russell Westbrook is the negatives got to the point where they outweigh the positives that he brought to the table. Like, if you look at the footage yesterday, and I just rewatched it this morning, really, Anthony Davis, most of the work he did in that game was against Kevon Looney. Now, Looney has defended Anthony Davis pretty well over the years, but yesterday wasn't the one you want to add to the highlight film. Anthony Davis was straight barbecuing uh, uh, Looney yesterday. And, and, and then, honestly, when it comes to the offensive you know, spacing stuff, I always, I always want to point out that teams tend to help off of everybody to a certain extent. Yes, it's more exaggerated for some players than others, but Draymond brings enough offensive IQ to the table. I thought he was aggressive to the rim when he had opportunities to yesterday. I think he still had like 15 points efficiently. So I, I, I just think that the scale is so obviously weighed in Draymond's favor positively, which showed on the scoreboard. I think they were plus six when he played yesterday. I just thought that was an outrageous comparison. Yeah, it's always tough when we try to make these comparisons. And sometimes players, I think, have uh, crosses to bear when they fire away at others, especially former teammates in uh, in this vein. How viable do you think the Lakers are as a playoff team if and when they get LeBron James back? If LeBron James can get back to the level he was playing at right before he got the scoring record, and if Anthony Davis can play at this level, I think we'd be foolish to write them off. I think that they would be every bit as much of a puncher's threat as a team like the Warriors. I think that right now, I think you have to put the Warriors, the Suns, and the Nuggets in that top tier. And I think that betting or expecting the Lakers to come together from a health perspective is foolish. Like, like I'm not over here expecting that to happen. But if we get to mid-April and the Lakers are an eight seed, and they're in a first-round series against the Nuggets, and LeBron and Anthony Davis have put together a couple weeks where they look good, Like I would be staring at that series for a long time thinking about picking the Lakers. They Fundamentally, a lot of people like to get their jokes off about the Lakers, and I totally get that. Laker fans can be overbearing, so a lot of it they deserve. But the reality is, is this is not the same team from the last year and a half. Fundamentally, from an athleticism standpoint, from wing defense, from perimeter offensive skill, it is a completely different team than it was the last year and a half much more in line with what the Lakers were when they were good. So I do think that they're a legit threat, but man, like it seems more likely than not that LeBron is just going to deal with 
staying up type of injuries the rest of the year and just not be ready. He's the host of Hoops Tonight on the Volume Sports Network. Jason Temp is with us here on Willard and Dibs. Jason, it's another day, and we've had a bunch of these this year uh, where fans are like, man, what what happens to Jordan Poole when he has to go from starter to bench player? He seems to struggle with that. What's your read on his regular season and, and the player he is, starter versus bench? So, first of all, I think that Warriors fans, and I, and I know you guys do feel this way, but I think you, I think there needs to be a certain amount of appreciation for the work he's done to help float the team through injuries. Sliding into a high-usage role, having a lot of great offensive nights where the Warriors won games they otherwise would have lost. Um, but, you know, rhythm is a really delicate thing, and I do think that when Jordan Poole is consistently coming off the bench for a long stretch, he'll be able to kind of find his, you know, his spots to be aggressive. And, you know, last night was kind of bad. I thought, I thought specifically Jordan took a really bad shot when it was 91-91, that flying off that screen, that 27-footer. If you look at his 11 shots from yesterday, almost every single one of them was extremely difficult. So you can tell he was forcing the issue. Um, but I do think in time he'll slot into that role. And then, again, the big indicator there is we saw him succeed in that type of role last year in the postseason. So I'm not overly concerned about it, but in any sort of small sample size like this where the circumstances are switching around him, I think it's going to disrupt a guy like that. Do you think Jonathan Kaminga is ready to step up and play impactful playoff minutes? I think it's entirely matchup dependent. Um, But like, I I think, okay, I, I love the way they've deployed him this year. I love how they've on defense used him as a wing threat and then on offense kind of used him more as a big uh you know cutting and operating a little bit more out of the post and working off the ball like he i I love the way they've used him but it's all going to be matchup dependent there will be nights in specific uh types of playoff series where he's asked to do too much from the standpoint of spotting up at the three-point line where it's not a good fit and they'll have to go another direction but i think they have enough depth where they can afford to kind of plug him in and out as they need to, um, depending on the series. Jason, great stuff, man. We love having you on, and we'll do it again soon. See you guys next time. Okay, there it is. Hoops Tonight, Volume Sports Network. Whole lot of consonants, but not a problem. He he overcomes it. He is Jason Timpf. Um, and yeah, that, that brings us back to the conversation we were having at the changeover uh, number one today. Jordan Poole and Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, I'm still fascinated to see where the Iguodala story goes. I know that he is a walking scratch a scab. Like, people get so upset. I don't know what you mean, Mark. Yeah, exactly. I mean, everyone's so upset, and I get it. Right, he's just essentially sat there and watched the whole season like the rest of he's us. He's played four games, exactly four more than any of us. Then when he does play, he can't do any more of the things that we usually see as lay people watching a basketball game. Like for instance, he can't um, shoot a that's basketball. A, that's unfair. He, he shot twice he yesterday, <laughs> and, it, and it went in the neighborhood of the rim. It was great. They were shots that he did attempt. I just think that the Warriors look at look, me defending him. They look at this group. It's the same reason they traded James Wiseman. Because they won the championship last year, you have a group of people, the core of this team, whether it's Steph Clay Dre, whether it's even Steve Kerr, Bob Myers, the whole thing. The outfit has been together for a while. And when you get to the end of big games and the end of a season, 
They want people they can trust. Yeah. Trust to do the right things. Maybe they're not the most effective player, but they want some defensive trust. They want to trust that you're going to be an adult out there. They didn't trust that with James Wiseman. And I think their trust of Jordan Poole and Jonathan Kaminga sometimes goes night to night when it goes to those moments. Even quarter to quarter. Yeah. Possession to possession. And you know who else they don't trust? And this is from the Warriors PR, Moses Moody. The Warriors have assigned Moses Moody and Lester Quinones to Santa Cruz. So wow. LQ on a 10-day doesn't even get to sniff the floor and now back to Santa Cruz. Well, he wasn't up here to play. Everybody no, knew that. No, but it would have been nice to at least throw him a couple of mins. I mean, he's up right? here. Can we was, get him to go up and down a couple times? He was up here to extend the... The, the, the windows, the yes. The windows for, for Lamb and for Jerome. For Jerome, I think, in particular. But So Moses Moody... Down to Santa Cruz, which indicates uh, that he won't be on this upcoming road trip as Golden State uh, gets ready to head no, to it, Oklahoma City. It indicates that Anthony Lamb's about to get a roster spot. Yes, that's, that's what it also indicates. what it indicates. Because yeah, yeah. you had to have uh, Lester Quinones up there to qualify Jerome and Lamb to be able to have 100 games combined. And then when you get to 50, you got to roster one of them. So now Quinones goes back to Santa Cruz, and now you can roster Lamb. Someone help me with the math on this. I mean, if Moody's just going to go to Santa Cruz for the rest of the year, does that... Does that mean that they can keep both Lamb and Jerome? No, because uh, Moses Moody has a guaranteed roster guaranteed spot. Guaranteed roster spot. That's yes. what I thought. Yeah. So I think the Quinones one just clears the way for, for Lamb. Lamb to get you know signed throughout the rest of the year. And I think in order to get Ty Jerome a similar spot, you'd have to make a roster move. And I don't know what, I don't see what that player happening. you... Yeah, because every other player you have, you basically use... Other than Rollins, who's hurt, but you don't want to give up on him. Right. I mean, yeah, lo- just looking at this, right? I know what people have thrown out there, whether it be Jermichael Green, Andre Iguodala. Um, it's not going to happen. And GP2, um, I, you know, they, they hold out hope that, that he's going to still be a part of this uh, at the end as well. I, I just think that uh, if they feel comfortable that they're healthy at the guard position with Steph Curry, then it's going to be an, an unfortunate departure, a roster crunch for Ty Jerome. And and by the way, it's the right decision. Like, it, 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 real quick on the Jerome versus Lamb thing, this is kind of the way I see it. Jerome is probably a little bit better at his position than Lamb is at his. But Lamb's position is just more valued to the Warriors right now than Jerome's is, and that overwhelms the original point. That's how that's I. It's a great think, way to put it. I think that's Especially why without Wiggins. Yeah, I think that's why Lamb is staying. And Lamb has not been as bad as y'all think. I don't know if it's just because he doesn't look the part. It's kind of, you know, he's getting hair flying around all over the place. And I know the guys this morning have talked about some of the off-the-court rumors that, that, that have followed him this year. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't know what it is, but there are people who are just like, get him off the court. He has hit some very big threes for this team. And he, he occupies a body space that they need. They yeah. need it. Are they referring to what happened at Rutgers when he was in college? Or, are, okay. Right, yes. There well, hasn't been additional... I don't... Honestly, I, I know that the, the, the Bonte and Joe have brought that up a couple of times. 
I don't think that's on the mind of fans at all. No, and I, I don't, don't think it's think on they, the mind of the organization. I don't either. think they even know. I don't think most most fans are probably like, "What happened?" Right. I don't even know what happened. Exactly. There's allegations and rumors and yes. whatever, and it never at this point nothing has come of it. Right, and there was never any. I think criminal charges filed against him, and uh, whether or not things you know have followed him accordingly. I, I think you're right in terms of the fans. You know who he is to me, Mark, Mike McGlinchey. And we we need a scapegoat. When things don't go well, we look at a player and we lash out and we blame that player. Everybody who wants Mike McGlinchey run out of town doesn't realize that he is a very good run blocker. All we see is Mike McGlinchey getting beat. Mike McGlinchey gets run over. He, you know, and there's a sack given up because of Mike McGlinchey. He's an elite run blocker who's going to get fifteen million a year. On the open market, yeah, so I'm not get... saying Anthony Lamb is that good, but I think a lot of times we as fans, we find a player and we just scapegoat that well, player. here's why people are mad at Lamb. You're you're not mad at Lamb because he wasn't supposed to be anything. Like the McGlinchey thing, he's a first-round draft pick, so it's like, right. come on, man, you're supposed to be a star, and instead of being a star, he's good, and therefore that's not good enough. Lamb's not supposed to be anything. The problem is he plays this year as many minutes as Jonathan Kaminga. And Kaminga's got more talent in his right toe than Lamb has in his whole body, and it freaks people out. Here's the deal. You don't have to like this, and I understand if you don't, but this is a characteristic of the Golden State Warriors at this time and in this era. They are going to repeatedly choose <laughs> the veteran with experience who may be a lesser player on the talent end. They just gave James Wiseman away for portions of GP2. What portion? I don't know yet. Street clothes portion. I don't even know. And so you're like, you just, for me, we got to get used to this. Steph, Clay, and Dre have a voice in the room. Steve Kerr, Bob Myers, championship rings aplenty. They want people on the floor with them who aren't learning they want people on the floor with them, talented or not, who are already at the height of their mental powers as NBA players. They've made that choice repeatedly through this run. And then, the, and then there's Jordan still Poole. on the roster. Right. And then there's Jordan Poole, who is not yet he's not yet the player that he eventually will be from an intangible standpoint like you're talking about. He leads the team in total minutes. And by the way, Kaminga's played a lot more than uh, Anthony Lamb. 56 total minutes more, Mark, which is an average of about <laughs> 40 seconds a game. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. So, yeah, Kaminga is getting there, but when it comes to Steve Kerr and a quick hook, Jonathan Kaminga gets taken out a lot more easily than Anthony Lamb does if they make the similar mistakes. Yeah, I mean, look, the Warriors, and, and I totally understand a fan being like, this is... Man, this is short-term gain, long-term loss. This isn't smart. The Warriors have zero time for daycare. That is not part of their repertoire. They're like, we're not babysitting anybody. We got no time to teach anybody anything. Um, unless, unless your current ability overwhelms the hand-holding that we need to do. And I think for Kaminga, it does. I think for Jordan Poole, obviously, this guy averages 20 points a night in the NBA. But look how they've treated Wiseman and Moody this year. they got no time for you to figure it out. you got to go. Right. 
You got to go. And that's, I mean, Moses Moody, as soon as you get Steph Curry back, Moses Moody gets a DNP, and now he goes to Santa Cruz. And that's not to say that he's there for the duration, but if you look at the playoff roster, the playoff rotation in six weeks or five weeks, assuming that they do make the playoffs, Moses Moody... He might be inactive in some games. Yeah. And that's too bad. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, I just, and by the way, did you see why? I, this is, I've already admitted this, so I figure maybe it's hopefully okay. Um, this is something I hate about myself right now, but I'm, I'm running around trolling Detroit Pistons box scores and, and I'm diving in there and I'm, and I'm like, I'm rooting for James Wiseman's numbers to not add up. And again, I hope that everyone I do can divorce this from the idea. I'm not rooting against James. I just don't want the Warriors to have made a catastrophic mistake. And uh, you look at games like over the weekend, and it very much appears that, that, that they didn't. Now, that's a one It's night. early. It's very early. And you tried to small sample size me earlier. I'm yeah. a small sample size you well, right back. Listen, twenty. when you've got, uh, this is a bad sign. It, you're right. It's one game. When you've got James Wiseman's physical makeup and an organization that's like, yeah, dude, just go out there. We're not trying to win. Don't worry about it. Just be you. When you are seven feet tall, you can shoot threes, you can dribble, you can move like this guy. And in 24 minutes, you rock three points on one of six shooting. They're not giving him the ball, Mark. Is that it? <laughs> they need is to that feature him more. I mean... They stink. Like, that shouldn't happen. That just should not happen. Three points, nine boards. Yes, nine rebounds. All in the defensive end. He did yeah. have an assist, a steal, and you know what? <clears throat> Two block shots. Minus 16, I believe. Uh, no. No? Worse? Yes, what minus 26. It? Good Lord. Which the team was minus 24. He was only two points worse <laughs> than the rest of the team. Than the entirety, yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's okay to say that you are rooting against him. I'm not. Because you are. I'm rooting against it being a bad deal. That's what which, I'm rooting against. Which by the very essence means you're rooting against him. Because yeah. if he plays great... If he goes out and he's 22 and 12, I want him to then have it a, becomes a bad deal. I guess. But it's okay for you to admit no. that you're openly rooting against James Wiseman. I want him to have a fine career. I do not want him to be a star. I don't. You don't want him to even I don't have want a him fine to be a star. career. No, yeah. There's a certain amount of glee in your face nah. and in your voice when you say one for six, three points. Look at you. You can admit it, Mark. You're human. You hate James Wiseman. I hope that everything works out. No, yeah. You get a lot of money in the NBA for just being average. You do. You do. He's already gotten a lot of money. That's true. I'd He's like getting to get 12 some more. million next year. I don't want to mess with somebody else's uh, chicken. Keep your hands out of his pockets. That's right. Uh, I tell you what I do want to give to uh, to somebody else. And Talk it's not going to be me giving it, but you can go earn it. And we can be the ones to tell you about it. That's two tickets to the Warriors-Spurs game on March 31st. And all you got to do is get your ears over to the Odyssey app. Or listen at 957thegame.com. Download the app. Listen there. Listen at 957thegame. The longer you listen, the more chances you have to win. You're going to get one entry for every hour that you listen. In other words, every hour that you listen becomes a chance to win. Up to eight entries per day. So you got to download the Odyssey app right now. Stop waiting around, messing around. Tickets are courtesy of the Warriors. And always, you should go to warriors.com to get your tickets 
to Chase Center. Your phone calls next at 888-957-9570. Plus, a little quirky and interesting NFL breaking news uh, that we want to tell you about. That's all coming up next on Willard and Dibs. It's your boy Guru from Steiny and Guru, noon to three, right here on 95.7 The Game. Now back to my two guys. I actually feel like I do a show with them on the changeover. Willard and Dibs, oh. right here on 95.7 The Game. You do, Guru. You do. You do. Uh, and we will uh, we'll do it here coming up shortly. Um, it. it appears that Steiny has returned to the building. He's back. He's back. Steiny and Guru back together, reunited, Sweet. and it feels so good. Well, we'll find out about that. Well, I'm sure it feels good. Steiny's coming off a nice little golf trip good. and a stretch nine. Good. Yeah, he had the weekend and then a full week and then the weekend. It's got to be good to be Steiny about now. You know Big who else? He's going to be fine, bro. You know who else loves to golf is uh, former 49ers kicker Robbie Gold. Oh, yeah? Who once upon a time signed an autograph for one of my sons at that uh, Tahoe Celebrity Golf uh, Soiree deal. He was up there literally the day after he signed his most recent contract with the 49ers. And uh, one of my kids was able to catch up with him and get an autograph. He was uh, he was nice enough that day. I don't know, however, if Robbie Gold... This was a weird thing. I don't know if you caught this over the weekend. But Robbie confirmed with multiple beat reporters... Yes, I expect to be kicking somewhere else next year. And I was like, well, I was immediately like, well, hold on a second. Like, we haven't even started free agency yet. So are you simply reacting to the fact that the 49ers have been like, yeah, we're, we're not going to be able to dedicate that much money to this position? Or is it like, I'm a free agent and I really don't want to play here anymore. So I'm out. Because it had a little bit of that kind of a vibe. And I'm like, is there something going on here that I'm not aware of? I will tell you what I am aware of. The contractual arguments between Gold and the 49ers at times over the years have not been for the faint of heart. Wow. Like, that's been feathers ruffled at times. No no question. I don't think that's even all that much of breaking news. You could sort of tell yeah. when you were watching that those negotiations took a really long time. Robbie loves to tweet about his own records. I think there's a healthy ego there, Dibs. Yeah. I really do. Well, and you get to that spot where you're 40 years old. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Old, and you've been kicking in the league for damn near 20 seasons. You've been through it. You've done it. And you are one of the best kickers in your era. I'm sure you're feeling some kind of way about your place in the league. And I'm sure at this point at 40, you realize this is probably your last chance to get a, a decent contract. Last year, he made $3.625 million. I'm not sure what he was asking for, but probably looking for a two- or three-year deal with a pay raise. And yeah. the team is probably thinking, no, Robbie, not this time. Yeah, I just wonder. I, I, I wonder if he just does not want to be here anymore or if it's that he's been told... Uh, yeah, there's the, the the money that you want is uh, is not going to be around. But I think we all have the same thought about kicker. It feels very replaceable as long as you do. Right. Boy, don't right? I I want to not think about the kicker. If we're thinking about the kicker, we got problems because you got to get that position right. The other side to it, though, is we were just talking about this during the break. Did any football team have major kicking problems this year? I can't think of any. Who well, was Kyle it? mentioned uh, Brett Maher in Dallas, and he, by the way, is a free agent. He is, we can't wait to bring him in. Well, I he mean, actually had a great year up until uh, week 17 when it all kind of went south. Embarrassing playoff yeah. game in Tampa, but it didn't prevent the Cowboys from doing anything. And, for instance, who was the, uh, was it Cody Parkey? Who was the cat in Chicago? Double doink. Yeah, Cody that, Parkey. Like, ended up on the Today Show or something because he couldn't kick anymore. Yep. Right, so there just there weren't any of those stories in the NFL this year. Nobody was not that I can recall. Bad. No, but if you look at all the good teams last year in the NFL, they all had good kickers. Sure, and I don't think that that's coincidence. And you know, if you're a team searching for a kicker, especially if you're a team like the 49ers that fancies yourself as a competitive team that might be in a lot of close competitive games, you don't want to have to worry about that spot. And for whatever contractual hand-wringing they've done with the Niners and Robbie Gold. He's been a damn good, reliable kicker, especially yeah. in the postseason. Although I do know a lot of 49er fans are like, could we hit a 58-yarder? Could we try one? All the other teams do. Yeah, it's not what he does. I know. So maybe the 49ers look for someone who's got a little bit more leg. Yeah. Who's not 40 years old. Uh, Greg Zerline is a free agent. Uh-huh. He's a guy who's got a pretty big leg. Mason Crosby, a free agent. Ooh. Uh, 38 years old. I yeah. think he'll be 39 this year. Feels like the same guy. Matt Gay uh, is a free agent from the Rams. He's a good kicker. He's yeah. got a big leg. There's always a lot of free agents at this position because they don't sign that many long-term deals. So they'll grab somebody, or maybe there's some some kid in the draft that they'll grab in the second round. <laughs> yeah, but to your point, if you're the 49ers and you are looking for a new kicker and it looks like that they are, two things that I would be seeking. One, you mentioned it. Can we get a guy who we feel good about 50-plus? 
Number two is, can we get a guy who can kick the ball off into and through the end zone? Yep, yep. Because that's where Robbie Gold was kind of losing a little bit of his range. Prerequisite now in the NFL for sure. Um, all right, let's go back to the Warrior phone calls at 888-957-9570. Uh, let's take another one. In other words, let's go to Khaled here in uh, Clayton. Hey, Khaled, what are you doing? We the best. What's going on, my nice. Yeah, boy. Well played. Uh, so... Let me touch on a hot button issue in Dub Nation, which is that Lamb Kuminga debate. And one of the things that stands out to me, fellas, is when Lamb does something wrong, he doesn't pout. He runs up the court and just hustles. And I'm not saying Lamb and Kuminga are on like the same physical levels and ability level. But Kuminga, when he makes a mistake or when he doesn't get the ball, he changes his head. He doesn't hustle. And he'll either come back down and get late, uh, set late on defense or will take himself out of the play because he didn't get the ball the way that he wanted to. And I think that's what Kerr's looking at when he looks at the two of them, and that's why their minutes are so close to each other. And there's sometimes that he trusts Lamb a little bit more than he does Kaminga. But we, as a fan base, have to remember, Kaminga's still a teenager, you know, or just barely out of his teenage years. You know, he's going to take a while to be able to get there and land a little bit more developed mentally than Kaminga is. And that's not to say that Kaminga's not going to absolutely flourish and get more minutes when it comes time to the playoffs, even if Lamb gets the 15th spot. But right now, when wins are important, you can't have guys that are hanging their heads running back up the floor. Yeah, I don't know if it's that specific thing, but your larger point is is well taken. I think that's a big part of this. And, you know, those two home games, the back-to-back wins... Uh, just a few days ago at home, I thought as the best 36-hour stretch uh, for Jonathan Kaminga all year. God, he looked fantastic. And you're like, if this guy can get any consistency with an outside shot, he is going to be a devastating NBA player. But we're still getting there. Yeah. And until we're there, wherever there is, then there are going to be nights like there were yesterday. And therefore, there are going to be times where this veteran group is going to be like, not today, youngster. Not today. Especially as we get closer to April and hopefully there's May and there's June on this schedule as well because you're right, Mark. And the veterans are going to want other veterans out there when it's real nut-crunching time and you get into the playoffs. And Kaminga, 20 years old, 20 and a half years old. He's not there yet, nor can you expect him to be there in his second year. He's getting better. He's getting more minutes and more experience. And you can say Steve Kerr should have played him more at the beginning of the year and he should have more minutes. But even if he did and he played more, he still wouldn't be ready, ready to be in a deep playoff run rotation. Uh, next, let's go to Pete and San Ramon. Hey, Pete, you're on with Willard and Dibs. What are you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. I'm getting ready to go to work at a... Uh not to be named venue near you guys in a uh, to-be-determined-later elevator. All right, that's uh, yeah. Back to Wiseman. Thank you. Um, you may recall in mid-November, Wiseman went down to G-League. I was uh, politicking for Kamiga and Moody to both go down there with them. They would have had nearly a month of about a dozen games to not only learn to play but to learn to play together and um 
It all just going to take time. Everything going to be fine. Thank you for the time. Yeah, Pete, I appreciate Thanks, it. You know, I, I don't. How much would, do you want Kaminga learning how to play with Wiseman and Moody? Because it doesn't look like he's going to be playing with Wiseman and Moody. Unless he goes to Detroit right. or Santa Cruz. <laughs> I don't think he's playing with either one. By the way, you know uh, this uh, portion of uh, Willard and Dibs? Do you know what it's uh, sponsored by? I would guess Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. Okay, Stein and Gore jumping in here uh, coming up next. This is James Wiseman. This is the Ron Welcome back to Willard and Dibs. 957 again. Take it away, Mark. <laughs> Man, I thought you could have gone from Wiseman to Moody there. That might have worked. Hey, it's Ryan Rollins. Man. Now back to Willard and Dibs. Spadoni, coming off a Laker win, Spadoni's... He's feeling some kind of way. Yeah, he's in feeling it. He's feeling yeah, it. He yeah, wait till Jimmy Garoppolo goes to the Raiders. We'll see. We'll see what he does that I told time. you I don't hate it if the price is right. What I don't is, hate it. Wait, wait, wait. So what is the right price? Uh, not $50 million. Yeah, $4. <laughs> there you go. Uh, what about for 30 30 million, it's a 30 two million year, a year, 30 million guaranteed. I don't mind that. No. No, it'd be two years, 60 with 45 uh, guaranteed. Yeah. Four years, $120 million with a 50, 57 guaranteed. I'll take Will Levis. He doesn't want four years of Jimmy G. Nobody yeah, wants four that's years of Jimmy G. not the way the NFL G. works. What was, I know. What was Derek Carr's it. contract? Four years. How many years did Derek have left? Just cut him. The problem with Jimmy is he gets hurt too much. The thing with Derek is he is actually available, so I understand that. If you're Jimmy Garoppolo and their agents, like the teams are going to come back with them saying, "Look, well, your guy doesn't stay healthy, so why am I going to give him all these years if he's yeah. not going to stay healthy?" I mean, gosh, it's a it's a weird thing. I, I, I I'll, I'll forever be scratching my head on the idea of he can't stay healthy, and I don't just mean Jimmy. Anybody in the NFL. Do you know what I mean? I, it, none of them are healthy. Yes, you need to be able to. There's a trick to being able to play through injury and all of that. But some of Jimmy's injuries, especially, have been. These are not injuries you can play through. You can't play through a torn ACL. You can't play through a broken foot. And I, I, I for I don't have the answer. I don't have the answer as to whether because it feels like we get to a point where we're blaming a player for that. And I don't know how you blame a player for somebody. Somebody's knee fell on my foot and it broke. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's it's especially funny when we're talking about 49ers. Well, that guy can't stay healthy. Who the hell can? They haven't been able to keep anybody healthy. The 49ers. Right. And that's why I always lean to it's just football. Right. And bad luck. I don't. Can you? Can we really draw? What's the conclusion? Let me give you the Niner. You tell me whether or not they're injury prone. Okay, Jimmy Garoppolo. He's injury prone. Trey Lance. No, nah, not yet. George, Still early. George Kittle. He's injury prone. Debo Samuel. He's prone to injury. Eli Mitchell. Uh it's still early. Still early. Christian McCaffrey. I mean, I, he was injury prone, but he was able to play through last year. Mm-hmm. Trent Williams. Not injury prone. Uh, Dre Greenlaw. No, not injury prone. No? I don't think so. Every name I gave you has had multiple injuries. Right. Eli Mitchell, did he even play three consecutive games this year at any point? Yeah, probably not. I 
I, I I don't know. I don't know what to do with all that. I get it. So how do you walk into a room and like, well, I can't stay healthy? Who can? Well, some quarterbacks can, and some quarterbacks are able to avoid yeah. self-inflicted torn ACLs, for example. <laughs> that was not a great look. I I agree you. Not a great look. Yeah, but I, mean, I mean, if Tom, you're looking to Tom Brady's if you're looking to hurt. sign a quarterback for four years, a 31 year old quarterback, you look at the injury history is certainly a part of it. If I'm a GM, absolutely. I don't know. It's interesting the way we play. Like, here's what I would say. I do think you can give credit to guys who find ways to tough it out through what should be worse injuries. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Justin Herbert. Okay, but, yeah. He toughed it out. He toughed it out. He had broken ribs. Right, but he didn't, like, in in order to be right to play through it, you have to then play well. Justin Herbert played through it and lost by 30 points. So I don't know. And then if he that continued was, to play through it right. and got better and played he better. He got better. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. But I mean, we can bounce around the league. Right. Joe, Joe Burrow has had a torn ACL. Lamar Jackson ended up missing in half the year on something that was supposed to be two to three weeks. That's a different story altogether. Is it? I think that he didn't play because he was upset about his contract. Maybe. We'll never know that. He clearly said that was not the case. He of said course he, he said that. He wanted to be out there, and he couldn't right. play through it. Now, if he was already paid in full, if he had been given the Deshaun Watson contract before the injury happens, would he have gone out there and played? That's something that has you scratching your head. Yeah, I don't know. Only he knows that. Kyler Murray's got a torn Dak ACL. Prescott's been hurt. You know what I mean? Is it Matt Stafford's got the, the this this back injury? Aaron Rodgers has missed years. Tom Brady missed a year. Um, we, you know, Derek Carr broke a bone in the pocket. So, like, I, I just I wonder. I'd love to know when Jimmy sits down for a negotiation sensation. Mm-hmm. I would love to know if that comes up. Jimmy, you're injury prone. Gosh. They probably don't use that phrase, but they talk the about his injury history. Yeah, yeah. Oh, with the agent, absolutely, it I mean, comes up. There's two ways to talk about you injury. You know how though. agent employer conversations go? They get loud sometimes, and they get nasty. Yeah, yeah. the employer will go to the agent, and they're going to air out every single flaw that they would never say to the player directly. Is Dak Prescott injury prone? Probably, yeah. Is he? How many times has he been hurt? Jalen Hurts? Don't think so. No? I mean, missed, what, four games, five games this year? That's one injury. Yeah. The reason why Jimmy gets hit with that label is because he sustained four or five different injuries. Mm, That's why, that number's in my a opinion. High. That number's a little high. Well, he had the hand. He had the shoulder. Played through those. But we're talking about injuries. Yeah, but but no, if we're going to... He needed off-season surgery on the shoulder. But if we're going to pat Mahomes and Allen on the back for playing through it, then Jimmy gets that last year too, no? I just mentioned that he's had multiple injuries. I'm talking about injuries that keep you off the field. ACL, foot this year. Right. And then whatever that... Was it an ankle? Whatever that thing that happened (laughs) against the Jets. He missed like... He didn't miss the year, but he missed... Right portion of the year, and it was on and off. And yeah, reaggravation sensation. That's a bug. All, all yeah. that stuff. Right, you yeah. remember the one I'm talking about? That's it. Those three that that held him off of the field. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it comes up, but it. But yes, it comes up more in like a Carlos Correa sort of a way. 
Like, we need to... It's funny. I was talking about the Combine last night because I think it's a colossal waste of time that actually has now just become a television product. It's a great television product, right, but com- I would agree with you in terms of actual assessment of talent. Well, we're losing our minds because Anthony Richardson can do the broad jump and he's got a 4-3-40. I'm like, I already knew he could Did run. Did you see his vertical? It's insane. 40 and a half. But, but I didn't need to be told that Anthony Richardson is an elite athlete as a human. But it's fun to watch it happen. Now, what is his S2 cognition score? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I want to know. Because you can be a 4-3-40 and it doesn't make you a great quarterback. Exactly. It's great if you have it. If you have great S2 cognition and 4-3 speed, holy hell, MVP. I'll call it right now. But I got no idea how he processes it. I have no clue. And I wonder what Jimmy Garoppolo's S2 cognition score is. Um, I I wonder. I wonder. That'd be an interesting um, piece of data. Yeah. But other than that, the combine, like, let's run around and, you know, our buddy Ornberger has always called him the underwear Olympics. Yeah. He says, let's put spandex on, run around and do a bunch of things without defense on the field, and then decide if you can play football or not. It's, It's a little bit weird. But when you go through something like that, he goes, and Ephraim mentioned this last night, the first thing you do when they fly you in for the combine is take you straight to the hospital. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.